When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com Fill out a short request form and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. We're back. We're back. Happy 2022. It feels like it's been a whole year. Oh my gosh. Since we We were here. We haven't podcasted at all this year. It's crazy. (laughs) It's so long. We'll get back. It into has it. been a long time. It Two has. weeks is kind of a long time. But hopefully everyone had a great holiday season. Yes. And you're back in the swing of things. I don't know about you, but my kids have been really hard to drag out of bed these last couple mornings. My kids went to bed last night. My son, they like to usually stay up till about 10. And at, I think, 8.30, my son's like, I'm going to bed. Oh, cute. He was so tired <laughs> because so he didn't sleep well the night before. Yeah. And he said to me Sunday night... He said, Mom, you just expect us to go to bed at a normal hour now after we've been staying up to like midnight. And right. I said, you know, what? I told you a week ago that you needed to start going to bed earlier. <laughs> so, yes, I do expect you. Yes. And it's OK. You have expectations <laughs> for your children. Oh, anyway. And I was telling you last night, I'm so glad they're back in school because yeah. I've had done so many dishes this week. And <laughs> I'm just happy to have some structure again. Sure. Yeah. Luck- luckily for me, I haven't been doing dishes all of the break. Oh, <laughs> let's, so. let's hear all about it. <laughs> Just kidding. We, we finally, will hear all about yes, it. Yes. And we finally watched Jungle Cruise as a family last night. For That's the, the first, first time? time? Yes. What did you think? It was very cute. Um, The story is a little bit weird, but uh-huh. I love the dynamic between Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, it's they, a cute I thought show, they were cute. But it is weird. I agree. Yes. His, his jokes were funny. Yeah. Very on brand for and the Jungle Cruise. Katie, I beat you this time, which is shocking. I've seen the new Spider-Man and you have not. I have not. I've just been too busy. And in fact, my, my oldest son has seen it which I'm a little annoyed about. He, like, snuck away from work and went and saw it on his break. He did? didn't tell us about it. <laughs> Clever. Uh-huh. Anyway, That's so just he's by seen it. And, yes, and, like, every once in a while, he'll be, like, throwing these little hints out, like, oh, well, if you'd seen the new Spider-Man movie, you would know this and this. And I'm like, you jerk. <laughs> so on New Year's Eve, we got together with some friends, and our one friend hasn't seen it yet. And uh-huh. he was like, don't you dare spoil uh-huh. it for me. And so we just kept dropping little hints here and there of things. And he's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've heard that it is, like, the best Marvel movie thus far. So I'm really excited to see it. It's really good, and there's yeah. some really clever little twists in it. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, this like week. It. This week sometime, we'll make time to go and see it. And then report back, because I want to talk about yes. it. Yes. Okay, sounds good. Next, okay. next week. Okay. Okay, what do we have news-wise? Let's see. Um, grad nights 
have officially been announced yes. for this year. Which is awesome because we've not had them for two years. Yes, two so whole that's years. Cool. And hopefully they don't get canceled again. Fingers I crossed. I just feel like we have this light at the end of the tunnel that gets farther and farther away. And then they pull the rug out from uh-huh. under us. I know. But anyway, grad nights. Um, lots of them. Lots of them. And throughout May and June, right. correct? Yes. Um, do, should I list off the dates? There's just well, a lot. Let's see. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 whole dates. 16 different dates. They go from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Okay. There's three tiers of tickets for them. So Depending you, on the day? No. Okay. They're the same price for every day, but you can buy just an event ticket. Okay. That will get you into the event. You can buy a one park ticket that also gets you into the event so it would get you into dca for the day mm-hmm. plus your event okay. ticket mm-hmm. and then there is a park hopper option plus so, the event yes okay um 89 for the first tier 119 for the second tier 179 for tier three okay i have been there on a grad night before and there is a mix-in time it's busy guys so if you're there check the dates if you're going to be going during may or june check the dates and see if you coincide with a grad night it's it's busy, super busy. But we're going to talk about crowd levels a little bit in this episode. We're going to recap Katie's trip. Katie went to Disneyland last week. Yes, I did. For and a week. we're going to talk a little bit about what crowds looked like during the busiest week of the year. And so that may feed grad nights. Grad nights may not be as busy as they've been in the past. I don't know. But I've been there before. I was down there for a work trip and got off work at like five o'clock, went back to my hotel room, changed, got myself to the park. Probably got there around 6, 6.30, somewhere in that time. Um, and I was able to ride one attraction before 9 o'clock when they closed. Crazy. And actually, no, two. I did Big Thunder Mountain and the train. Mm-hmm. It was a train night. And I got some beignets. But that was really it. It was a very busy night. And it was all teenagers. Everywhere you looked, it was just a lot of teenagers. Did you say that it's at Disneyland? Mm-hmm. It's actually at California Adventure. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, it was at Disneyland when I did so it. So I think so they, they changed that maybe five or six years ago. Hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, it says... Or maybe I'm wrong. General admission <laughs> to California Adventure during the day plus event admission. It will take place at California Adventure from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was at California Adventure. All I know is I was in Disneyland. I did both parks. Uh-huh. And Disneyland was packed. Maybe it was at DCA, though, and they were all just at Disneyland before they headed to DCA. It could be, or it could be that people were avoiding grad night, and so they all packed in to Disneyland. Oh, it was grad night. It (laughs) was all teenagers. Yes, it was just so many teenagers. Anyway, if you are with a school or a youth group, you can register online for the event, Mm -hmm. and it would be a lot of fun, I think. Um, Is that a local thing, though? Is it California only, or can you do a grad night if you live in Idaho? I don't know. I don't see why not. Why would they care? That's probably true. Hmm. I would but like that's a lot of dates. That is a lot of dates. Anyway, Three Kings Day, yes. which, do you know it in Spanish? You just read it out to me. Uh, <laughs> it was Dia de, Dia de los Reyes, Reyes something. something. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's a fun holiday, and they celebrate it up at California Adventure. Yeah. Back in Paradise Garden, Paradise Gardens area, right? No. Uh-huh. Yes. Is that what it's called back there? Yeah. Anyway, um, January 3rd through the 9th. <laughs> so by the time this podcast airs, it will still be going through the weekend, this weekend. D, I looked it up really quickly. <laughs> Epiphany is is what most people uh-huh. refer to it as. Dia de los Reyes Magos. Nice. I don't know if that's right. And I mean, I'm it, assuming it's referring to the three wise men mm-hmm. from, from celebrating the, from them. the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then um, Lunar New Year. Celebration starts at the resort 
January 21st and goes through February 13th. Yes, and that is going to include the Mulan Processional. Yes, which, which is really fun. It's a lot of fun. And there's going to be some marketplaces throughout DCA uh-huh. with a Sip and Saver Pass. So Woo-hoo. you can, if you're planning going on those dates or in those dates, you can take advantage of that. Right. And if you're a Magic Key holder, they usually give you a discount on those. Yes. Which is nice. That's always nice. And Speaking then, of Magic Key holders. Yes. There is a Magic Key Holder Month coming up in February. We're not sure what that means yet. <laughs> it says you can celebrate in the parks or in downtown home. Disney or at home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I told Katie, we celebrate every day. Right? Right. Every day is Magic Key Day for us. And also the peasants don't get a day. Just the Magic Key holders <laughs> or a month. It's a month. It's a whole month. Yes, right. Shortest month of the year, Disney. Dear Disney, could you not have given us a longer month? It's all right. Well, it remains to be seen what's exciting about that. But I know we'll report back. <laughs> we'll report back. But um, the Magic Key Terrace, which is in a Magic Key exclusive dining area in California Adventure, is actually undergoing renovations yeah. soon. So that'll it's be closing. that'll be exciting. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll have it back open in time for Magic Key Month. Magic Key Month. Probably not. And speaking of closures, uh, the area of downtown Disney that has Earl of Sandwich. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what else is closing the down AMC, there. The AMC, the Earl of Sandwich, and the Starbucks. And Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So all, well, the and AMC Sugar is, Yes. All of the AMC is already closed. Right. But those other three shops, mm-hmm. whatever, will close. And downtown Disney will start its extensive renovation remodel i'm sad me too earl is a loss we did get to eat one more time at earl we have earl here time. it's not the same though no. it doesn't taste like pixie dust no. the way the one in downtown disney does <laughs> i really hope that they bring it back i hope that one of the shops in the new area is earl uh-huh. there's no way they can't right i wouldn't think so it's so popular did i tell you we rope dropped earl of sandwich yes you did <laughs> They actually had a rope up. They did? Yes. That's kind of fun. It didn't open until 9 a.m. on Sunday. Or on Saturday? Sunday. It was yeah, Sunday, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got there probably like 8.30. Because it was and, right outside your hotel. Uh-huh. And people were starting to line up. So At we Earl just got in line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. That was a first for me. That's great. <laughs> That's funny. That was not a park day for you. No. That was a downtown Disney shopping day. That's it so was great. We had fun. Okay. Any other news? Um, Bob Iger is stepping oh, yeah. away permanently, He's He's which gone. we are wah, wah, very sad about. So sad. Was, there was a little was a good rumor. One. There was a little rumor that he was going to be taking back over the CEO. Yeah. CEO? Yeah. CEO. It is CEO. Is it? The Bob Chapek position. That's right. He was the chairman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, Bob, Ch- Bob Chapek's position. And <laughs> it was just a rumor. It was a rumor perpetuated by some news source, right? That maybe and he was coming back. It to was be a the lot CEO. of a lot of wishful thinking, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's happening. Sad. No. Okay, I think that's it. Um, I was going to touch on cruises because Disney cruises okay. are a thing. Okay. CDC is recommending that people not go on cruises right now. So <laughs> I can't imagine why. Can't imagine why. Anyway. <laughs> you have a cruise coming up, just be be warned that your protocols might be a little more stringent. So my sister-in-law and brother-in-law went on a cruise the week between Christmas and New Year's, and they had to test, I think they had to test a couple of times Mm -hmm. throughout the trip. And they had, she was telling me after they got back that there were several people in their hallway. She thought that they were just not participating. She's like, every time we walked past their door, they had like a pile of dishes outside and one time there was a, a deck of cards waiting for them on their doorstep. Anyway, they had tested positive and oh, were quarantined in the room and were getting room service delivered, of course. Yeah. And then um, 
cards so that they had something to do, I guess. I, I don't know. I can't even imagine being stuck in my room and the entire crew. On a cruise. That's like my worst nightmare. I know. Unless that sounds like a good time to you. It's just Especially postpone Especially if you had an inside stateroom. Can you imagine? No window. Oh. I would die. We talked about that because oh. they booked a balcony, and that's one of the reasons oh, yeah. that they booked a balcony is Just because of what happened originally when COVID very first started. People were stuck in inside staterooms yep. for weeks. Oh, no, Terrible. Okay. Anyway, just a, just a word of warning. Don't cruise. Don't cruise right now <laughs> if you can help it. <laughs> so let's read a review. Yay! I think that we're on our fourth. We love our reviewers. We I think do. so, too. And it's a short one. So Go for it. Uh, it's from... I. I'm really sorry. Jacqueline E. Jackie Lynn E. I think is what it is. And it says, best Disneyland podcast I've heard yet. It feels like I'm chatting with my girlfriends. Thanks. It feels like I'm chatting with my girlfriend, too. Yay. (laughs) We are so grateful for you guys. We do. We love our listeners. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. And we love the feedback we receive. Some of you reach out to us via Instagram and tell us how much you love the podcast. And we are so grateful that you do. And we're glad to be back. I missed it. Me, too. A lot. This it was is a, the highlight of my week every week. Yeah. But you were in Disneyland. So let's talk about it. Yes, let's do. So Katie surprised her kids with a trip to Disneyland for Christmas. It's something that I've always wanted to do. Yes. And never, it's never kind of come to fruition. But this year it worked out. And it was great. Maybe I'll post the video on it's our cute. Instagram. It's really cute. Of my, my youngest, who is my biggest Disneyland fanatic, was properly surprised it was awesome it was great yeah he was a little confused yes (laughs) he didn't realize we were leaving that day for a little bit (laughs) but anyway yeah we left that day we opened presents christmas morning and packed up and got on a plane what time did you leave so we left at 11 from our house our flight left at one okay um let me just put in another plug for the long beach airport shout out to long beach airport it is the easiest airport to get in and out of just i just love it and obviously, it wasn't super busy at any of the airports on Christmas Day. A lot of people don't travel mm-hmm. on that day. So that was nice. There's a little tip for you if you're going to travel around Christmas time. If you can travel on, on Christmas day. day, do it. My sister and brother-in-law, my sister-in-law doesn't listen to the podcast. Can you believe that? <laughs> no. But if she had, and if she did listen, she would know my love for the Long Beach Airport. Yeah. And they flew into LAX for their cruise. And it, it was, was a, a nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And it was a nightmare both directions, yeah. going and coming. And I said, you should have listened to me. And I would have told you to go to Long Beach. Long Beach is the best, yes. for sure. The only downside of flying into Long Beach this time is it was raining. Mm-hmm. And there's not a whole lot of Coverage. cover. It's, mm-hmm. it's a mostly outside airport. There is an awning that mm-hmm. you're standing under, so you're not getting soaked. But we were a little chilly coming in. But that's I'm okay. Sure. So let's talk about that since we're mentioning it. Okay. How was the weather? The weather was fickle. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. I think the high for most of the days we were there was around, hovered around around 50 okay. something. And it was wet most of the days. Um, there were two days where it didn't rain continually. Okay. And then three days where it rained Just pretty Just poured much, all day long. Pretty much. Which or at is, least sprinkling on and off. Which is awesome because California needs it. It does. For no, sure. I said that. If, it, if I hear a Californian complain about the drought in the next couple of days... <laughs> They're not allowed to. You're right getting now. a lot of rain. They can in a couple weeks again. <laughs> <laughs> I, they had some uh, like two inches fall overnight one of the nights we were there oh in LA, gosh. which is nice, but it also caused some crazy flooding because they're not 
yeah, the ground's not ready for that much rain. Right. Anyway, it was rainy. It and was rainy. normally when it's rainy at Disneyland, it clears, it thins the crowds out quite a bit, mm-hmm. which I still think it did. Um, but this is the busiest week of the year. Mm-hmm. And so it still felt pretty busy. I think, too, that when you have the reservation system, you, especially if like a magic key holder has a reservation, mm-hmm. there's a penalty for not going. Right. And so if you are a magic key holder and you reserve the park for, you know, December 26th and it's pouring rain and you decide not to go, there's a penalty. You can only do that two times, I believe, or three. It's three. And then you're basically blocked out for a month. Is right. that correct? Yep. So you have to. And also reservations are challenging to get sometimes. Yep. And so I think with reservations, people are more inclined to show up and be there. I think so, too. And a lot of people this week, especially, would be people's vacations. from yeah. they, they come from other places. It's not locals coming in I know in this so week, many people so, that were there this week. Right. So you, you go. You suck it up and you go. Mm-hmm. Um, we and had, you make the best of yes. it. Yes. And we had ponchos. We had umbrellas. The one thing that I wished that we had thought more about was waterproof shoes. Okay. And, and I've seen those waterproof shoe covers that you can get to put over your shoes. But that was probably the most miserable part is my Having kids' feet. feet got wet. And so they got a little blistery, too. Yeah. So And we didn't stay super close to the park, so it was hard to go back and forth. Yeah, to change. and change out. So mm-hmm. rain boots wouldn't be a bad idea. No, I saw a lot of people in rain boots. Um, I actually wore my natives, yes. you know, my cute little yes. Mickey Mouse yep. natives. And even though they have holes mm-hmm. in them, I my feet stayed perfectly dry really? the whole time. So I don't know if they're just magic Disneyland shoes. Probably. Anyway. That explains it. The rest of my party that was in tennis shoes got wet feet. Got soaking wet feet. Yep. I And I always love my Birkenstocks, but I think things get really slick, too. Yes. So you want something with a little traction yep. and the ability to dry out and keep your feet dry. Yep. Interesting. Natives. Hmm. <laughs> they have them at Disneyland, so I guess if you're there and it rains and yeah. your feet are wet, Grab search some. out the natives. And I still, I wore socks with them. My socks you did. stayed completely dry. Really? It was the craziest thing. That is kind of wild. You, it was magic. <laughs> Because I know exactly what shoes you're in there. Yeah. Holy. Yes. Yeah. They have holes in them. Very so they're similar. breathable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They kept the rain out. Well, that's good. And so layers. Yes. Lots of layers. <laughs> we were. And normally when you're at Disney, when it's chilly in the winter, mm-hmm. you layer up in the morning and then you shed your layers during the day. We were pretty much layered all day all long. All day long. Yes. And winter coats in yeah. the evenings. It was cold. Everybody that I know that's there, the pictures that they've shared on Instagram, and I have a couple friends who are good friends that uh-huh. texted me throughout, and the pictures I've seen of them were beanies yes. and jackets. Lots of beanies, and, yep. Yeah. And the, so we saw the cute little um, Mickey beanies that have the little yeah. black palms on them. The first day we were there, downtown Disney, by Monday they were sold out. Oh, of they course. completely gone. People that so were funny, prepared. Huh? Yep. They were going to Southern California on their vacation yes. and thought they'd be nice and warm. My cute mother-in-law wanted to buy one really badly, and Waited till Monday and oh. <laughs> couldn't find it anywhere. I mean, we looked everywhere oh, and they were completely sad. sold out. They're probably there again now. Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> it got nice the day we left. Of course. <laughs> that's how it always works out. <sighs> okay, so that's some good points. Weather, yeah. pay attention. You know, apps show you the weather 10 days out. If uh-huh. you have a trip coming up, look at the... And this, people knew ahead of time. You yes. knew ahead of time yep. that it was going to be cold and wet. Yep. So prepare, take layers, ponchos. Yes. Yeah, so, and the... Any shops at the resort have ponchos behind the counter. You that just are have like to twelve ask. bucks. Yes, but they're better than the little dollar store ones okay. that you can buy. The ones that you buy at the dollar store kind of like 
suck to you and uh-huh. are really uncomfortable. They're the, thin. Yes. The ones that you can buy at the shops are better quality. Okay. But you could also probably get those at a sporting goods store before you come. For but probably I, half the price. Yes. I suggest if you're going to do a poncho, don't do the flimsy dollar store ones. Okay. I think those are great if you're going to ride Splash Mountain. Yeah, yeah. For or sure. Yes. Something like that. But If you're going to throw it away after. Correct. You don't have to haul it around. But if you're going to be in rain for a few days, yes. get a quality poncho. Yes. Invest in a heavy duty one. And then also umbrellas they have for sale behind the counters as well. So and then and they have like Disney Parks brand. I wonder why they're them. behind the counter. I don't know. That's you, kind of funny. You don't see them. You have to ask for them. Hmm, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they have really cute rain jackets too that are probably they like do. $70. And also, but... so my sister was there right before us mm-hmm. and she bought one of the, uh, it was a Disney Dogs rain jacket cute. and as she was leaving she said, "I'm never going to wear this again. Do you want it?" And so I had a cute little Disney Dogs rain jacket for the week too. That was yeah. lucky. Thanks, Katie's sister. Thank you, Gigi. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about where you stayed. So night one, we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel because because we flew in on Christmas mm-hmm. when originally we had planned on flying the day after. Um, we didn't. Our Verbo wasn't going to be ready Saturday night, so we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel that night, which was really awesome and fun. Did you order food in? So we didn't, but they had an option for because they are suspended room service. They're right not now. anymore. Did you know that? They brought it back. They brought just, it back like just two days later. There? That's yeah. funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, this option would have been fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> they had a way for you to mobile order from downtown Disney restaurants, and they would bring it to the lobby and meet you there. I love that. Stuff, so and I think that's so fun. Also, Tangaroa Terrace was included in that. Oh, I so love fun, Terrace. right? Yes. But anyway, not an option anymore. Now you can get regular room Apparently service. Apparently, I read the other day that it's back. Um, I wonder if they'll keep the downtown Disney mobile, mobile order, order option. Because I think that's really cool. I hope so. Dear Disney, keep, keep it. it. <laughs> yeah, because it is awesome. Even if you're not staying at a hotel, right. it's awesome to be able to mobile order and go grab something. Yeah, I think so, too. So um, you ended up not doing that, though? You went no. out and ventured yeah, out? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what we did. That Oh, we did Black Tap that night. And oh, yes. We, and they weren't part of the mobile order. Gotcha. So my boys really wanted to try it. They've never had it before. Crazy so. shakes? Did you get crazy shakes? We did not get crazy. It was too cold for crazy shakes. We did fried pickles, though. <laughs> They're good. Love the fried pickles. Um, and then the next morning, you rope dropped Earl of Sandwich. That's right. Because you yes. were right there at that hotel. <laughs> we so, were meeting some other families that were there. That were there. So at we Earl? breakfast there. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. What is your favorite thing about the Disneyland Hotel? I've never stayed there. Still. Um, I would say my favorite thing. That's mm-hmm. hard to narrow it down. I love a few things about it. I love the view from the room. You had a great view of the we pool. We did have a great view of the pool. And in the morning when we woke up, I don't know if I shared this with you, but the air was so clear that morning that you could see the mountains from Anaheim, which you rarely can see the mountains from Anaheim. Really? But there were snow-capped mountains in the distance. We could see downtown L.A., you could almost see, you could almost make out the Hollywood sign. I mean, like, it was a clear, crisp morning. Wow. So crazy from our upper hotel room. And we could also see the um, new DVC tower construction yes. going on from there. So that was kind of cool. That is cool. And I, my favorite thing about the rooms there is the headboards, I They're think. They're so cute. Yeah. So the headboard lights up and plays A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes from mm-hmm. Cinderella. Which I was so grateful. Katie Marco Poloed me. <laughs> and she <laughs> let me listen to it. So I cute. fall asleep to it every night. Just kidding. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> um, another of the three hotels, this one's my favorite because of the space okay. in the room. So the rooms are a little bit larger there than they are at the other two hotels. Okay. Um, I like the proximity to the monorail. Yes. So you can hop on the monorail and go straight into the parks in the morning. Which, you know what? 
back up just a second. The yeah. monorail is going down for refurbishment. It is. Yes. Which Dang we may, should we talk about that real quick? Sure. We I should have probably this. included that in news. We've got some things going down for refurbishment. Okay, oh, you continue right. talking. But I'll find. I'll look that up while maybe, you're talking. Maybe we'll hit that at the end of the episode. Yeah, we'll do that. Stay by if, you, if you're going in the next sixty days. Stick around because we'll let you know what's going yeah. on. For and we're also going to be starting a new thing on our Instagram. So make sure you're following us on Instagram and we'll keep you updated we're gonna on be closures. Offering, yes, we're going to be offering the rope drop report. That's right. Every month where we'll keep you notified on Instagram of what's closing, when it reopens. As soon as we know, we'll share. Uh-huh. And that'll be in our highlights. Okay. What else? That's it for Disneyland Hotel, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> As you know, I came home with a lot of extra toiletries. <laughs> I didn't ask for that many, just so you know. They just dumped them they for just, you? They just brought. They I, knew. I called and I said, can we have a couple of extra shampoos? And she said, how many people are in your room? And I said, five. And she brought enough for five people for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy. She, she knew. She knew. She knew. She's probably a Rope Drop and Park Hop fan. Hi. Probably. <laughs> Thank you. Housekeeping. Mousekeeping. Mousekeeping. <laughs> So Sunday, we moved over to our rental. Um, some of you may already know that Airbnbs and Verbos are frowned upon in the Anaheim area. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a... It's risky. Yeah, it's not a thing that Anaheim likes. And so the rules at our house were about a mile long. They have them posted. Oh, my gosh. About don't go outside between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Don't make any noise while you're outside. We had a pool and a hot tub, and we had to keep telling the kids to keep it down because... Apparently, if the the city of Anaheim gets called for noise disturbance of any kind, that Verbo gets shut down. Because they've Airbnb. grandfathered the, some of right. them in. So the older ones are grandfathered in, but I still think that they have to tip Strict toe. rules. Yeah. Because the neighbors don't love yeah. it. And so we were on the... Um, the do you know where Walnut is? Uh-huh. So we're, we were on that side. So just, on that western just side off of Disneyland. Walnut, uh-huh, right by the parking garage, actually. Oh, so walking distance. Yes, but... It was still a long walk, Mm -hmm. probably a 20, 25 minute walk. And when it's rainy and cold and it's the end of the night, we did a lot of Ubering. You did. Uh And it's a cheap Uber when you're staying that close. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, For the five of us, it was typically around seven to nine dollars per Uber or Lyft. Yeah, that's not bad. Sometimes Lyft was cheaper. In the mornings, it was a little bit dicier to find them because they were a little, you know, far fewer and farther between and the other thing about it is a lot of the uber drivers just assume that you want to go to the harbor side when even if you put a different location in for drop off which right. we wanted to get dropped off in downtown disney i like that side of security better it's just so much easier yeah so, you so there were a couple, there were a couple, couple of times. times that we got dropped off on harbor just i don't know was easier not to argue with them anyway just your little tip for the day if you can go to that side of security it is tons 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 shorter and I'm trying to think what else. It was a great house. There were 10 of us. In the same house? In the same house. And you still like each other? Yes. Well, it was, <laughs> it was four bedrooms. No, five bedrooms. Let's see. One, two, three. Yeah, five bedrooms and four bathrooms. No, five bathrooms. So plenty of space. Like I said, we had a pool and a hot tub, and they were plenty warm. Like the pool was heated. Bathtub warm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, we had a great time in the house. Um, I personally prefer to stay at a closer hotel just okay. for walking distance. Okay. The Ubers weren't bad, but I still would rather just have the option to walk back quickly to my hotel. Okay. So there's my there's my take on that. And also, like, I don't know. There are certain things. I mean, 
hotels, or I mean, Airbnbs and Verbos obviously mm-hmm. are never going to have breakfast for you. Right. You've got to do all your dishes. You've yep. got to do all of your, you had a washer and dryer, I yes, imagine, which, which was probably nice. so nice it when was it was nice. raining. Yep, for sure. To get everything nice. and Because for a hotel, mm-hmm. you'd be yep. looking at a lot of wet socks or using the Putting them in the microwave. <laughs> I prob- Have you ever done that? No. That, let's not. Put your let's socks not. in the microwave. We do not recommend that. <laughs> Wait, we're going to have to get one of those, like, those heat, those socks that you fill with rice and put them in the microwave? Well, with I mean, rice, okay. maybe, but maybe not socks. We're going to have to get Heath <laughs> on here to give some legal advice and say, no, thank you. We're not, we're not recommending you. Do not your... try this at home. Yeah. Don't, okay. no, don't, don't do that, guys. That's really funny. <laughs> um, okay. I'm still looking at this. So That's let's okay. talk about, um, our first day at the park. <laughs> was the 27th, Monday. Okay. <laughs> um, that day was not rainy. I feel like that was a... A nice day. A nice day. Nice, okay. but still cool. Very, very cold. Um, we did not do Genie Plus that day because we were testing out what the parks felt like. Which, incidentally, you guys, we forgot to mention this on the last episode. We've talked about it enough. I think that it just didn't make sense. I don't know. We skipped it. Yeah. Genie Plus was announced... And then two days later, it launched, it launched right. in December. And so Genie Plus is, is it it's all swing. systems go. Yes. Yep. So we're going to talk about it. In fact, next week, I think yes. we're going to do, we'll a, do full a full episode because we talk about cause it. Because it's confusing. And we will try and give you our best advice as to whether it's worth it or not. Yeah. Um, anyway, we did not use Genie Plus that first day. Okay. We were trying to get a feel for how busy the parks were. Um, and they were busy. And so Tuesday we did Genie Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it to do yeah, it Tuesday. Yeah, it was. And we actually lightning individual lightning laned Radiator Springs racers that day. Okay. Um, On the second day or the first the day? The first day. Okay, mm-hmm. so you did do that. So we did do individual lightning lane, which okay. I think it was $18 per person oh that day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my husband's going to be listening to this. <laughs> he had a little bit of a... A little panic a, a attack. A little panic attack that day when he realized. And I, I am totally in agreement that this is a, a cash grab feeling. It is. The whole, yes. When you're buying Genie Plus for every person and then on top of that having to buy an individual lightning lane for other rides, it just <sighs> feels like a hemorrhage. Yes. And yeah. Especially when you have a family of five. That's a yes. hundred bucks right yes. there. Yes. And it kind of takes a little bit of the magic out of the day. Yeah. Because you don't want to have to wait in a three-hour line. But also, that's a lot of money that you could be yeah. spending elsewhere. So, I don't know. I hope that they mm. tweak it and finesse it and it comes to something that clo- more closely resembles what MaxPass was before. We'll see. Hopefully, they get enough feedback, negative feedback, that they tweak it a little bit. Right. But we'll see. Yeah. I know there are a lot of people that are willing to pay it. So uh, That makes me sad. The hard thing is, is when you... I sort of felt like a guinea pig, right? Like... Because you're in the very beginning. Yes. And how are you not going to pay that and still have a good time when you're not somebody that comes, you know, like a somebody that's local that gets to come all the time? Yeah. So really, it's most like unfair is, yes. to people who are coming for a once a year or yes. once every other year or, or once, once in a, a lifetime. lifetime. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I was feeling a little bit bummed about that. Yeah, aspect I can of it. see that. And then, uh, so yeah, so Tuesday we did do Genie Plus, and I thought it worked out great. Okay. My only gripe there is you can only ride each ride once mm-hmm. using Genie Plus, using Lightning Lane. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time, then, if you want to, you, you do stand by. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So I mean, it was a lot of watching the app and watching ride times, a lot of being on our phones, mm. and yeah. So it's a little bit of a game, right? Like you can book your first lightning lane, and then you either have to scan into that ride or wait two hours to book your next lightning lane. Okay. So you kind of have to be watching the clock too. I had to set alarms on my clock. Which that was a lot like Magic Pass or Ma- Max Pass. Max yes. Pass. Sorry, I'm reading. True. I'm it is doing. a lot like that. Okay. Okay. Um, and then how were crowds? Crowd levels were high. It felt a lot higher than the last time I went. When did we go? Oh, I went last in December. No, yeah. November. Okay. Uh, a lot higher than okay. last time I went. But this is expected, right? It's the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's notoriously the busiest week of the year. Yes. But it was not shoulder-to-shoulder crowd like I've heard people warn about. And I think that's because of the reservation system. Yeah. They're capping it still. At yes. some point, they're yes. capping it. Well, and I think, Who knows what that I is. I think they have to because and we were talking about this a little bit earlier but they are not up to full staff yet they have not been able to hire enough cast members back to fully staff the park and so which i wonder if it's because they're at limited capacity or i wonder if it's because of an employee shortage um it could be a little bit of both and it also could be sickness related i think there are a lot of people like covid the new strain mm-hmm. is taking a lot of people out mm-hmm. and so it could be a lot of that I think it's just the perfect storm. Yeah. And there were a lot of rides down, like I said, um, that people complained that there were a lot of rides down. And I think... Yes. So on Facebook, this mm -hmm. is what she's referencing. On Facebook, if you're in Disney groups, which I'm in a lot, you're in a lot, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of feedback people are sharing is that Disney's in disrepair, that they need to refurbish all these rides. All the rides are breaking down and going down multiple times throughout the day. They're only running one screen at Soarin' instead Mm -hmm. of both, and all these things are happening. Or two elevators at Guardians. Right. Because it's just broken down and falling apart. Which I don't think is the case at right. all. I think it's an employee shortage. And a lot of rides close in the rain anyway. And, mm-hmm. and people that have been often enough know this already. Mm-hmm. Radiator Springs Racers doesn't run well in the rain. So they a lot of the roller that coasters down. will close A lot in of the, the outdoor roller coasters. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was a combination of that. And then Rise of the Resistance has been going down since it opened. Yes. <laughs> it's it's just so high-tech and so many moving parts that it just takes a lot of maintenance to keep it going, Yep, which is why they close it early at night, too, so they can get started on the maintenance for the next day. Yeah. Like, it just takes a lot of daily maintenance. And when they close it, typically it's going to close at 8 o'clock. If mm-hmm. the park closes at 10 or 11, yep. know that this is going to close early. Right. And they've still got to get through an hour and a half long standby line. Right. Because if you're in line, the last person that gets in line at... 7.59. They'll still let them in line. Correct. And so they've got to get through this hour and a half, you know, standby line, mm-hmm. and then they've got to get it ready for the next day. Yep. So that's why it closes down a little early. Yeah. So that's not new. Mm-mm. Rise of the resistance closing down. And it's not because it's in disrepair. It's just the nature of what the ride is. Mm-hmm. And like I said, how many moving parts there are in it. And it's just so, I don't know, state of the art, I guess is the word I'm looking yeah. for. But no, it yeah. just, it, it takes a lot of maintenance to keep it running smoothly. Yep. So... What else can I tell you about? Talk, talk to me about the Festival of the Holidays at DCA. So there were lots and lots of fun, awesome food choices. I loved pretty much everything we tried. Good. We did the, um, what are they called? The Sip and Savor Passes. We ended up with three of them for our party of 10. You did. And there are eight tabs on each card. So that's how many? <laughs> Do your math. 24. 24 different snacks that we tried. Um, alcohol, for the 10 of you? For the 10 of us. Okay, so that's te- not bad. Alcohol not included. Um, and also, 
I'm trying to think. There were a few other offerings that were not at food booths that you could use the tabs on at okay. different um, actual restaurants. Okay. Like Lucky Fortune usually has right. something included. Right, right. Okay. And then I think the Paradise Garden Grill had one or two options. And then there were a couple of churro carts with specialty churros that you could use your tabs on. Okay. The peppermint churro and I think the chocolate almond, chocolate pecan churro, which were two holiday specialty churros. You could use your tabs on those. Did you have the peppermint churro? I that sounds good. didn't. We tried the chocolate pecan one. That was yummy. I still don't think anything will ever beat that fluff or nutter. I know. I hope they bring churro that, that we tried that I time think we that were all there the in time. August. Guys, once the holidays are over, could you bring that one back? Yes. Dear Disney. So good. <laughs> Other than a regular churro, I think that's my favorite. And then what else can I tell you about Sip and Savor? Um, if you're a Magic How Key much holder. Did you I, say that? I think it was $60 okay. per, for non-Magic Key holders. And the Magic Key holders got a $5 discount. So okay. $55 for the card. Okay. Totally worth it. I think the favorite thing that I tried was the holiday stuffing mac and cheese. I think I've heard that from a lot of people. And the Nashville hot chicken sandwich. I'm trying to think if that's what it was called. Nashville hot chicken. I don't know. I think we got like five or six of those total just because the kids liked it so much. Okay. They kept mowing them down before we could even try it. (laughs) So that was a favorite. Okay. Um, There were a couple of cocktails that people tried that they really enjoyed. Anything else? I'm trying to think. It was well worth it. We did. We had a hard time actually using all of our tabs. You did. Uh huh. At the end, we kind of like went crazy. We sat at Sonoma Terrace and just kept going back and forth between food booths. Oh, the hot chocolate macaron was also a favorite. Was it good? Uh huh. A favorite of yours? Um, too rich for me. Okay. I prefer the red raspberry one, just because the raspberries cut through the sweetness okay. of the macaron. But anyway, speaking of that red raspberry. I only, I only got it one time that yeah. whole week. It was yep. sold out most of the week. Mm. I have heard that from other people, too. Yep. Um, we ate at Carnation Cafe on our first day, which was really nice. Did you have breakfast or lunch? Down. We had lunch. Uh-huh. So we all of us shared Monte Cristo's, and we had um, the jambalaya gumbo. I don't remember what it is. You said Carnation Cafe, but you meant I Cafe did. Orleans. I meant Cafe Orleans. <laughs> I was like, when I'm did they sorry. get Monte Cristo's at Carnation Cafe? <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> no, sorry. Cafe Orleans, Monte Cristo's, and Jambalaya. Oh, their Jambalaya is so good. And it was so good on a cold day yes. to have that nice hearty meal. So you guys did five full days in the park. Uh-huh. And hoppers for everybody. Yep. You, of course, have the magic key. Right. Everybody else in your party had hoppers, yep. so you bounced back and forth. Yep. And a big, huge question going into the Christmas holiday Ugh. was, are you going to be able to do that because of capacity limits? Right. So in, let's talk about this. Yes. Before COVID, there was always a risk of traveling to Disneyland during this week that they would reach capacity and they would turn you away at the gate mm-hmm. because you, they reached capacity. They reached, right. It's Correct. a fire code issue. And usually that wouldn't happen until later in the morning or early afternoon. But it so, typically happened New Year's Eve. Right. Christmas Day, usually. Right. A couple times. I'd say two or three times throughout the week between uh-huh. Christmas and New Year's there would be days that it was at capacity right. and they'd turn people away. And a lot of times you could just hang out for a couple hours and a few people would leave and you could go in, mm-hmm. right? Like you weren't locked out for the day, right. but it would suck to get there and not be able to get right in. Right. So yeah, we worried about that. And especially on New Year's Day, um, I had asked multiple people. I asked people at the gate 
and I asked someone online. I did the online chat feature. I called Disneyland. Nobody would give me a straight answer. It was like always like, a, you may, you know, it may happen. It may not happen. Finally, I found a plaid to talk to under an umbrella, mm-hmm. and he said, there is a slim, slim chance that you won't be able to get back in to Disneyland if you hop over to California Adventure today. This was on New Year's Eve. Okay. And so Jack, my youngest, <laughs> is a worry wart. He, did, he really did not want to hop to California Adventure. He I was so worried him. that we weren't going to get back in. And I said, you know what? Even if we can't get back into Disneyland, California Adventure still has New Year's Eve parties. Yes. They and had a big one this year. We have these sip and savers left to use up. We could ride Guardians of the Galaxy all night if we want to. Like, it won't be a horrible thing if right. we can't get back into Disneyland. So we're going to chance it. It's going to be fine. As we were leaving Disneyland, I asked one more time at the gate, one of the ticket takers, I said, are we going to have any problems getting back in? And she said, oh, no, as long as you have a reservation, you can get back in your ticket. I finally got a straight answer from someone. So, And, I, and we kind of, we talked about it beforehand, and that was kind of what we thought. If yeah. You, so if you make your reservations, this is something I think, too, that confuses a lot of people. If you're going to Disneyland and you have reservations, you'll see mm-hmm. when you access your reservation that it says you have a reservation on, so for example, February 11th. I show that I have a reservation at DCA all day. All day. And that's what it's going to say. And a lot of times on Disneyland forums, we'll see people that are like, wait, I have a hopper ticket, but this says I'm at DCA all day. Mm -hmm. Am I able to hop? The only reason it says all day is because that is the park that you have access to all all day. day. No matter what. Right. No matter what capacity limits are. Right. You have a reservation guaranteed at that park Mm -hmm. all day for that. So we kind of talked about that would probably apply here, but we weren't sure. Right. Because of how busy it would be. Right. So when you look at your reservations, just know that all day means that that's the one that you can access all day, mm-hmm. including that time before one o'clock before you're allowed to park hop. Right. You're able to access And it. I think they still can't technically say you're guaranteed entry right. just because that's in the fine print. Right? right. So, but just assume that you can get in, in and as out. long as you have a reservation. You so can that's good to out. know for grad night. Yes. That's good to know for all of these events where you know that the parks are likely to have Higher crowds. Mm-hmm. Just know that if you have a reservation for all day, mm-hmm. chances are pretty good you're going to be able to get into that park right. all day. Now, people who had hoppers that maybe started at DCA, maybe they would not have been able to exactly. get in. Exactly. I think that's the point, right? Yeah. Because if you have your reservation, you clock into Disneyland. Mm-hmm. They don't know when you leave. You don't scan your ticket to leave. Right. So it's not like they keep account of who's right. coming and going. They just keep account of who's coming. Right. So they're, you're already included in that capacity right. once you scan your ticket into Disneyland. So anyway, that's my <laughs> that's your, my thought on that. Hot take. There we go. Okay. I think that makes perfect sense. So um, lots of cute character sightings this week. Lots of fun holidays. So I saw cute little from Encanto. Now I can... Mirabelle. Mirabelle. Mirabelle is new. Mm-hmm. She was in DCA. Um, and then the three caballeros okay. were hanging out in DCA. Uh, Horace Horse Collar, who I've never seen before in yes. person. Was you hanging sent out me DCA. pictures of him. Yeah, he was cute. cute. Uh, spider Minnie Mouse. Spider Minnie. So we've seen Thor Chip, Chip Thor. Yes. Before. Chip. And, I, and I've seen Dale... Dressed as Loki in in forums, but I haven't seen him in real life. Okay. So it would be fun to see all of the, I don't know however many more they do of the Marvel-themed Fab Four, but... Cute. Anyway, those were fun. Minnie's, we'll have to share a picture because she was so cute. She's adorable. So cute. And then all the characters were hanging out at their houses in Toontown, dressed in their Christmas cutes. 
Okay. Um, and you said they switched over to pajamas Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve. Uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve. <laughs> Sorry, I said it too. <laughs> you guys were rusty. Yes. Let's talk about New Year's Eve, though, as a whole. So New Year's Eve was our first non-rainy day in a few days, so we were excited about that. Um, and we had a great time. I was expecting it to be more crowded than it was. And okay. I talked to you about this earlier, but I, I suspect it's because of reservations. But it was not the shoulder-to-shoulder crowd that I was expecting. And we even like had a great spot to watch the fireworks from Pelican's Landing over in New Orleans Square mm-hmm. at 9 o'clock. We did the East Coast countdown. Um, there were three or four stages set up okay. around Disneyland um, and then two in DCA that had DJs and then characters would come out and do little vignettes with them. Okay. The music was pumping. Could you try again? <laughs> My watch is talking to me. <laughs> talking about the DJs. The music was loud, like super EDM club sounding music. Dance music blazing. So even, you know, you're hanging out in New Orleans Square, usually you hear Christmas jazz music going this time of year. Right. It was like Katy Perry firework. Oh, blasting. really? So it was really starting at what time? Um, seven o'clock okay. is when the party started. Okay. Um, and then they gave out free New Year's Eve party hats. So we picked those up at Launch Bay. Okay. You could also get them at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Um, we spent a good chunk of the night hanging out in Galaxy's Edge because it was a lot quieter over there. And I believe they left uh, Rise of the Resistance open later. It never got down below like 120 oh minutes, though, gosh. I don't think. So we weren't we weren't willing to waste our New Year's Eve night waiting, waiting in line, in line for, for that. Right? Yeah. Right. So... Anyway, I thought it was a lot of fun. And then characters came on stage in front of the castle. Mm-hmm. And we had Minnie dressed in her, like, gold celebration, New Year's Eve celebration dress. And then later in the night, they changed to their Christmas Eve pajamas, which was really cute. Cute. <laughs> so fun. So cute. And then we also um, got to watch, let's see, we sat on Main Street for a little while in the hub, uh, not the hub, the... Uh, What's it called right there in front of the train station? Oh, Town Square. Yes. Yeah, so Town Square, we sat on benches there for a little while and d- saw the Dapper Dans. Come out, did a little Christmas performance. Cute. And then the um, Yuletide Dickens Band, Dickens Yuletide Band. Okay. I don't know if you've seen them before. No. They are so cute. Are they? They came out and did a couple little performances. Um, and then the Christmas characters, the... I don't know, Clarabelle, Goofy, Minnie, Mickey, Donald. No Daisy, though, which oh, I thought was interesting. And Pluto. A, poor, poor Donald. Out in there, they have new Christmas outfits this year. Okay. Um, and they came and hung out and took pictures for a little while. Who else came out? So lots of park atmosphere. Lots of park atmosphere. Okay. It was very fun. A party. It was a party. Okay. I loved it. And so it was I, really a great place to spend New Year's I Eve. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And I, we didn't stay until midnight <laughs> proper. We kind of wussed out a little bit. I texted her that morning and I said, you're going to make it till midnight. And what was your response? Well, Jack wanted to stay till 2 a.m. So we were <laughs> we were willing to do that for him. But then everybody started fizzling out right about 1130. Because that was day five for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the end of your a week. lot of late nights, a lot of early mornings, yeah. and yeah, so we were we were tired, and we had already hang, seen, guys. We'd already seen the nine o'clock East Coast fireworks, so <laughs> we felt like we'd done our duty there, and we kind of wanted to beat the crowd out because that crush of crowd after the last fireworks can get a little dicey. Yep, it sure can. Um, I I don't think there's anything else I could share about New Year's Eve. I really think this was an anomaly. I think going forward, it's going to be crazy crowded again. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. So as long as they can get staffing up and 
you know. Which I, I hope know. they can. I hope they keep reservations in place forever. You do? You I like do. them? I do like having reservations. I mean, we aren't locals, and so we can't just go. In the evening. Yeah. But I think even for Magic Key holders that are local, they open some up at la- the last minute. Yeah. If you're paying attention, you can snag them occasionally. Yep. And there's always people canceling the day before. Yeah. So. You had two people in your party who were going That's to right. come and canceled. Yeah. And so it's made somebody else's day. Right. right. <laughs> so there's reservations and it's tricky sometimes to get them. But just mm-hmm. pay attention. We're looking at some days next month to try to get reservations. We're just watching. Yep. And we're lucky again because we don't live local and we can plan ahead and we can mm-hmm. work around whatever we can get. Yep. And it works well. And it works fine. So one more thing before. Yes. And I'll wrap this up. Yes. We're getting long and then You're we'll fine. talk about news. But. Rope dropping rise of the resistance. So let's talk about this. This was an experience. And I think because it was so crowded, I had a little bit different experience than other people have had. Okay. Because I noticed on, was it on our Facebook or our Instagram, we had a few people comment that going through Adventureland was faster for them. Yes. The Adventureland side of rope drop was backed up all the way past, like, um, what's it called? What's right there? Jolly Holiday. Holly Holly Jolly. Okay. The Jolly Holiday. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, um, and then, and so we lined up there first thinking, yeah, that will be faster. And then a cast member came by and said, if you're going to rise, you need to go through Frontierland. Which I've heard that. I've heard that they don't typically encourage or allow people to go through Adventureland. So I'm wondering if the people that rope dropped in Adventureland were like towards the beginning of when they first started opening standby and weaseled their way through right and now they've disneyland has caught on and they've moved everybody over frontierland because i'm guessing there's a bit of a stampede when Mm -hmm. those two lines merge so they'd probably rather have everybody going through one direction and adventureland has that bottleneck it does and so they probably don't want the big crowd no and there there are probably people that want to rope drop indie Mm -hmm. that can't get through because of all the rise people there so they encouraged us to go through Frontierland which Frontierland is a lot open it is wider and I thought it worked out fine we got straight into line um, through Frontierland I think if we'd gone through Adventureland we would have had to go past the line past the line Mm -hmm. and join the line way farther back which was going to be everybody rope dropping you would have just got tangled up in that mess exactly yeah so I mean I think it worked out for us I have no idea how long we would have waited in line we were in line for 45 minutes ish before they shut the ride down and we and they told us we could wait in line for about 15 minutes we waited in line and then they said no we're not you can't wait in line anymore. Like, oh, they we don't, we don't know how then. long it's going to be shut down. Okay. So. so we had actually, we posted a question box on our Instagram while Katie was there. And we were like, you know, any questions that you guys want answered? And one of the questions was specifically, you know, what are we, what should we do at Rope Drop? Mm-hmm. And we don't recommend doing nope, this. Nope, I don't. Not at all. That's a, It's a big time chunk mm-hmm. that you could be going on other rides with five minute waits. You and can get like 10 rides in in the morning. And, you know, this is a priority for a lot of people because mm-hmm. it's a really amazing ride. It should be a priority. Mm-hmm. It really should. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of people want to rope drop yeah. it. Let them. Which I understand. Yep. Yes. Let them rope drop it. And yep. you go do Space Mountain and Fantasyland mm-hmm. and Adventureland and do all the other things. I know my friend Abby was there and Uh she asked me the same question she said should we rope drop it and i said if you are at the front of the line and you are all fast go for it yeah if you're not don't don't even try to rope drop right and so they didn't they were a little later she said they didn't quite make it and they were a little bit back in the line and Mm -hmm. they thought nope we're not going to do it and she said that they walked on Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, they just walked on and a bunch of Probably Big Thunder, too. You mm-hmm. can, yeah, you can get a ton of rides done in those first two hours of the morning during park opening. While half the crowd is yes. standing in line at Rise and of the Resistance. And then just keep an eye on Rise of the Resistance. You could wait less time in Rise of the Resistance later in the day than you would at Rope Drop. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you are not at the very, like you said, if you're not at the very front of the line, you could still be waiting two hours, even at rope drop. So, and you know, it's risky, but even like we said earlier, if you get in line at 759, Mm -hmm. they'll let you ride. And so it's risky because if the ride goes down, then you're not riding anyway. Right. And if you have, you know, set aside some money in your budget, do the individual lightning lane for it. I do recommend grabbing that early. It sells out pretty fast. And we'll talk more about that next week. We'll talk about fees and what that looks like and we'll kind of break it down for you. So it's a little easier to understand. But yeah, there it it is. There's my experience with rope drop. I kind of wish that we had done it two mornings so that I could compare and contrast, but and actually get on the attraction. But I didn't want to waste. Did you guys ever ride that? Yes, you did. We did. Did you do lightning lane for it? Yes. You did. Yes. Okay. We did. Okay. Yep. Good to know. And it did go down a lot during that week that we were there. I've read that. So <laughs> and luckily we... we were able to get on. But like d- when they were doing virtual queue, we could we would have ridden that once or twice a day uh-huh. the whole time we were there. Now yeah. that there's no virtual queue, we only went on it once, which makes so me really sad. So hot take on this, we kind of miss the virtual queue. A lot. Yeah. I know that it was seemed unfair to some people that weren't able to figure out how to do it the virtual queue but if you could figure it out that was the way to go and the beauty of the virtual (laughs) queue is you were kind not guaranteed a spot but like if it broke down they just paused the virtual queue right it wasn't like you were already in line and you couldn't come back i mean people who were in line got to come back but they called you and the ride was up and running and yeah typically yeah i do miss virtual queue well hopefully like you said the kinks get ironed out and we can have this be a beneficial thing? I think so. It I may not be right now. Hopefully they'll but. get enough feedback that they understand that it's not working as well as they hoped. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's readdress refurbishments really quickly. Yes. Do you have anything else you want to say I about your trip? I don't think so. I think that's it. If you had a great time, 10 out of 10? We did. It was awesome. Even with the rain? Yeah. Even with the crowds? Yep. 100%. Packed your patient's pants. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she traveled again, like I did in October. She traveled with a group of 10. Yeah. And had a great time. We did. Good. I'm glad. Okay, refurbishments, things that are going down. Finding Nemo, Tarzan's Treehouse, and Sailing Ship Columbia are still down with no dates on the calendar at this point. So I will say really fast, Sailing Ship Columbia was up while we were there. And then went back down. But we rode on it. So You did? Uh Uh-huh. What? I know. It was random. It was just one day that it was up and running. Oh, my God. I wonder if they were testing it. Maybe. It was on Friday. It was on New Year's Eve that we wrote it. Well, it's off the rest of the calendar. So It was was in dry dock again by that evening. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Lucky. That's lucky. That's better than Rise of the Resistance. Right. (laughs) Um, Splash Mountain goes down on the 10th of January, again, with no reopening day on the calendar. Calendar goes out 45 days. Uh And so, at least within that 45 days, it's not reopening. And it it is not for Prince and the frog re-theming. Right. Just, for, just a refurb. Yep. Just a basic refurb. Um, haunted, you guys, you get soaked on it anyway, so <laughs> you don't want to write it in January. Haunted Mansion goes down the 10th of January and comes back up the 21st of January. And then on the 24th, the 24th is kind of a big day. So January 24th, you will have the monorail going Yay. down for refurbishment with no opening date listed on the calendar yet. It's a Small World goes down until February 4th. And Grizzly River Run goes down with no reopening date yet. And then on January 31st, Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind goes down for two weeks. It'll reopen on Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. the 14th. And then the Mark Twain goes down on the 31st of January Hmm. as well. And I thought that it was going to reopen because it's listed through the 14th, and then it's not listed on the 14th, and then it's listed again on the 15th. So I don't know what that means. Probably a glitch. We'll see. Anyway, sometime around then, maybe it comes back up. But so this is def- this is technically 
technically. This is typically when a lot of the rides go down for refurbishment. Yep, this during is the slow season. The slow season. Mm-hmm. So this is not abnormal. Um, Don't this panic. Is my son, Asher, we took him a few years ago in February. This mm-hmm. is his favorite time of year to go. He was like, the crowds were perfect. The weather was great because it was cool. Mm-hmm. It rained a little bit while we were there mm-hmm. that time, too. Um, but, you know, if you're planning a trip and you don't want to wait in long lines and you don't mind missing some of those attractions we just talked about, uh-huh. which you can skip Splash and Grizzly River in February anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but those that's the time to go. Yes. So. So there anyway. you go. Yeah. All right. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Um, give us a subscribe and leave us a review give on us our a, podcast. Give us a thumbs up and a high five. That's right. <laughs> and join us next week because we're going to kind of break down. Dive into Genie Plus. Genie Plus. And we'll kind of break it down a little bit so it's hopefully a little bit more digestible. Right. And stay tuned. This year we're going to start having some special guests on mm-hmm. and we'll talk a little bit more about DAS which mm-hmm. is Disability Access. Mm-hmm. All kinds of fun stuff. Yes. Touring plans. Yes. We've got it all in the works for you. We're working on it. We're excited. And Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. We're glad to be back. Okay, bye. Bye, guys.